0: Uptown got its hustlers, the Bowery got its bums. 42nd Street got Big Jim Walker, he a pool son of a gun. Yeah, he big and dumb as a man can come, but he's stronger than a country horse. And when the bad folks all get together at night, you know they all call Big Jim Ball just because. And they say you don't tug on Superman's cape. Yo yo yo, welcome to the Drowning Fish podcast once again everybody. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um Yeah, dude, it's been a good week, man. I just want to tell everybody how good of a week it's been. Um Yeah, dude, there's not a lot of things, you know, currently that are really just making me sad or anything. I I I'm actually extremely happy. Um, there's not, you know, there's not a lot that's really making me upset. Um, yeah, I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. Just, I'm pretty happy. I'm happy. Uh, I have a a loving dog. I have a loving wife and, uh, I'm doing kind of what I want to do. You know, like there's nothing right now that's making me hate my life. You know, there's not, there's not anything. And this morning I woke up and I get on social media and I find out that it's, uh, it's the beginning of pride month again, you know, and it, and it really just took me back a little bit, you know, it kind of disappointed me, you know, kind of like when, uh, like you ever just been real disappointed, you know, Or, or, or you ever been a disappointment, you know? And you know what that feeling is like where you you know you're just let down and you're like, man, like there has to be better than this you know there, there's something out there a little better than this and uh we're just gonna continue going, man. that's all we can do um there's a young couple shot dead by their landlord over a ledge tenant dispute a fifty seven year old landlord who had a dispute with his tenants shot them to death. There were both uh one was 27 and one was 28 and this sens- senseless murder happened in uh Canada and uh you know this is why i always tell people that you should tip your landlord and if you tip your landlord stuff like this is not going to happen i'm just going to make the bold assumption that uh these this couple right here that unfortunately you know it came to this uh i can i can say boldly that they did not tip their landlord and uh you you have to tip your landlord man it's it's you know it's a unwritten rule of society landlords are what keep us afloat you know if it wasn't for landlords and there i don't know what you know it would be chaos out there it wouldn't be good um yeah let's talk about succession dude i finished up succession and uh let, watched their last episode and it was fucking bananas dude um i'm a huge tv guy i'm a huge uh hollywood like i I, lo- I love film and i love tv series you know a good one not like a really bad one but i could tell you this man succession was a bu- beautifully written um beautifully produced you can tell all those actors were definitely You know they were them dude and you you couldn't tell the difference between watching them in an interview or watching them in succession uh just the end of that really surprised me took me back and it's really one of those shows that i recommend to everybody succession i would put it up there as top three uh some of my favorite shows of all time i would watch succession all over again and uh the beginning of Succession, the theme song, the main theme song of Succession. I highly recommend anybody out there that's ambitious. Ambitious, I highly recommend you go check this uh, theme theme song out because it's fucking bananas, dude. Every time I listen, I actually have like the whole album downloaded. There's like uh, a whole what everything that is played on a piano uh, or composed by. I think his name is Nicholas or something like that. The main composer guy. Um, it's just beautiful, man. I love real music and I love raw music. And uh, the theme song to to Succession just makes me rock fucking hard, dude. And uh, there's not a lot of things out there that make me rock hard. You know, there's, there's art and there's music and then there's uh, comedy. But for the most part, um, this shit makes me really, really happy. And I'm really happy to have watched that show and gave it an actual opportunity. I watched it sometime last year and I started it and I was like, I fucking hate this shit. It's bad. I gave it another try and I fell in love, you know. Um yeah. Just had a cough there for a second. Jesus. Dude, I went to go watch the new Brooke Kreischer movie. And I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to get on here and fucking tell you, like, I didn't I didn't want to do this, man. Like, it, none of this shit even fucking matters, dude. Like, I'm just a fucking regular guy with a regular fucking job and a fucking regular shit, you know? Like, and it doesn't matter what I say, but the Burt Kreischer movie was a big fucking disappointment. Um, I mean, if you know the machine, if you know the story, it's basically that plus a little bit of cinematography and a little bit of, you know, like like, uh, record scratch, freeze frame, let's go back in time to see how the machine became the machine, you know, and Jimmy Tatro plays that part, and it's played beautifully, Jimmy Tatro played Burt Kreischer young, beautifully, and Burt Kreischer, honestly, is a really, really good actor, like, he can act on camera, now, he's not no fucking Tom Cruise, you know, he's not a, he's not a fucking, you know, a Brad Pitt, but, the guy can fucking act, man. And that's kind of, you know, a lot of my aspiration is to maybe one day become like a, like a, like a bush in the background or, or maybe, you know, like a prop or something. I'll be a fucking handlebar, dude. I'll fucking do anything like, dude, I'll be a fucking door. I'll be a shrub. I'll be like a, a moving object in the background. Fucking I'll do anything, dude. You tell me I'm in it, dude. But yeah, man, uh Burt Kreischer played it nice. Now I don't want to ruin it. If you don't want to fucking know what happened in the movie, don't listen to this. I'm not gonna ruin it. You know what? I think you should go watch the movie. I rate it a seven out of ten. Um, just because it's Burt Kreischer. And I really want this guy to succeed, man, because if this guy succeed, that means there's more, you know, there's more people to succeed because there's a lot of comedians that really deserve I wouldn't say deserve a movie, but there's a lot of comedians who are really and I hate using the word really, a lot of comedians that are uh highly intelligent and creative and, and they need to go out there and they need to create these uh these uh masterpieces, you know. But Burt Kreischer fucking this movie was ridiculous, dude. Like this guy was doing backflips, fucking fighting the Russians knocking people over, this guy fucking got pushed out of a moving train and somehow didn't die, like, dude, I love Hollywood, I love Hollywood, but I like, really, real, realistic shit, you know, I'm not a big fan of, like, stuff that could never happen, like, dude, if I got hit by, unless it's, uh, satire, that movie wasn't fucking satire, dude, like, this guy really thought he was fucking, and it's a movie, right, I'm sitting here in front of a microphone, it looks fucking corny as fuck. I'm 25 years old, talking about a grown fucking man, a man on a movie, fighting these fucking Russians. It sounds corny. I know what it sounds like. I'm not an idiot, but the fucking movie, dude, like it's unrealistic. It's just not really what happened. It's too much emotion, not enough comedy. Bert Kreischer could have did a little bit better with a little bit more comedy. He tried to add comedy by saying stuff like "cunt" and a lot of leaning a lot of feminism into it, you know. Uh, yeah, man. It just wasn't something that I would watch again. uh, I give it six months before it's on Netflix. Um, I think I could possibly compose a much better story than the machine, but then again, that's just me. What else should I talk about? Yeah, I wrote this down in a cult. they fuck your wife in religion, they fuck your kids, and uh, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, as much honest and truth as anything, you know. There was a while back when I went to Austin, Texas, and, uh, we decided to leave a day early, and I had to book a hotel for the night, and, uh, we were outside, you know, my wife and I, and, uh, this guy that was severely geeked out of his mind comes, walks up to us, and, uh. And starts saying, hey, you got Fuego? Fuego? And fucking he's doing the uh the flick lighter motion with his hand. And he's like, hey, you got Fuego? And I'm like, what? And he's like, you got Fuego? And I'm like, dude, do I have a lighter? Yeah, I have a fucking lighter. And, I, dude, I said what in English? And he still said, do you have Fuego? And I'm like, dude, just fucking talk to me like a goddamn human, dude. I fucking killed him and put him in the back of my trunk. No, I'm kidding. I put, I gave him the fucking lighter, dude. He lit a cigarette and went away. Um, and I was like, dude, I can't believe some people, you know, like, dude, he's fucking making a a goddamn lighter flicking motion with his hand and saying fuego. Like, Hey, you got fuego, fuego, you know, fuego. And I'm like, dude, just ask me if I have a fucking lighter, man. I'm not a fucking, I'm not a fucking like, I'm not like fucking not smart you know i know what the fuck you're talking about dude anyhow the next morning uh i was checking out and i was putting my bags in the car and i was walking through the front counter and the guy was right there at the front desk asking the desk lady if uh i'm assuming if she had a lighter and she was like really upset she was really concerned because this guy was like clicking he was like and I was like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Um, the lady was fucking African American. And uh I was like, Yeah, man, that's not cool, dude. I had a I had to I had to fucking tell him because you know, I should have told him the night before and I was like, Man, I don't know, maybe he's geeked out, but this guy was clicking, making clicking noises and uh yeah, he he got arrested. He he got arrested because he was like stealing breakfast from the from like the continental breakfast or whatever the hotel's like the I'm just kidding none of that happened but he did walk up to me and say fuego I was just trying to come up with a stupid stupid fucking story um, that failed miserably uh, oh yeah man I read this on uh, Instagram the other day in India there were three men who attempted a carjacking they were successful on breaking in and then uh, they realized that none of those donkey riding sons of bitches even knew how to drive a car. And they ended up pushing a car 10 kilometers and then got caught. And uh, that's 6.2 miles for you fucking idiots that can't convert. Dude, honestly, pushing a car six miles is no fucking joke. Pushing a car one mile is no joke. How did they not get caught, dude? Like, the police response time is a fucking joke in India. Well, I, oh, yeah, I forget. They're, they're riding on, like, camel or some shit, dude. Like, it takes like six business days for them to get to your house on a fucking emergency call, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know, man. The police took about as long as they do in fucking Detroit. Six miles is fucking crazy, dude. I love the dedication. I apologize for calling them sons of bitches. And, you know, honestly, they took some advice. If you want something, go get it. Take it. Take it. Figure it out. And these fucking guys push six miles, dude. Like. They pushed a car for six miles, and this goes to show that champions aren't born, they're made. And uh, these guys knocked it out of the park, man. Congrats. I guess I'll fucking read this since there's nothing else. I haven't been really writing a whole lot of comedy. I've just been writing like random shit, dude. I'm on some real Charles Bukowski type shit right now. And uh, there's no fucking, there's no, there's no comedy right now, dude. I'm trying to make some shit out of some shit, dude. I'll talk about the Burt Kreischer experience real quick. And honestly, man, I didn't want to fucking talk about the Burt Kreischer movie. I wanted to be like, "Hey, I saw the machine. You should go watch it. You should go watch it because you should want stand-up comedians to succeed." I'm just biased because I love comedy and I love stand-up. Um, but if you love, if you love comedy, I don't want to tell you the fucking. I don't want to lie to you. The machine wasn't that fucking good, man. Like, I'm just being realistic. Burt Kreischer went on fucking Joe Rogan and said it was gonna be you know step brothers he said it was going to be the greatest fucking thing and it's it's not man and it's not realistic none of it's realistic you know i don't know man you know the the acting's good the cinematography's good whoever wrote it you know like it's it's good but it's not fucking great um But yeah, I'll talk about my theater experience. I haven't... I actually haven't been to the movies in a really long time. And uh, I went to go watch The Machine. And dude, it's been probably like three years since I hit at the movies. Probably since the pandemic is like the last time I went. Um, Probably before that. It's probably been like four years. I haven't been to the movies in a really long time. Everything got streamed during COVID. Everything. Nobody went out to the fucking movies. If you were at the movies during the pandemic... Dude, you were a bold motherfucker, dude. I'm, like, semi-conservative, semi-liberal, and I wasn't at the movies, dude. Like, I wasn't going to risk it. Fuck that. The movies are nasty, dude. Like, they're fucking disgusting. Um. Anyhow, dude, I fucking sat in the—it's re- like a recliner now, dude. They got fucking big, lazy boy recliners in the fucking movies, bro, and they got this little tray— that swings out and you can put your snacks and your fucking drink in the cup holder. It's like sitting in a fucking suburban dude. You can put your fucking feet up. It's a recliner. It's electric dude. It's fucking great. It's bananas, dude. I didn't fucking know that theaters had that, you know, I missed the days where you would go to the theater and the blacks would have to sit in the back, you know? Um, yeah, I'm just kidding, dude. The movies was fucking good. I didn't know that they had all this technology in there with the recliner. I felt like I, felt I was a fucking dude. I felt like I was sitting on God's palm, all right, at the movies. I had a better experience sitting down than actually watching the movie. Um, And that's not me trying to be someone so, like somewhat nasty towards the movie it just wasn't that good man and I, i'm not gonna t- i'm not gonna talk shit about it dude it just wasn't that fucking good man um I, yeah i had a crazy experience in the movies and uh I just sat down ate my skittles and watched the machine you know uh let's see what else dude like i said i wasn't i haven't really been writing a whole lot of comedy um kind of been thinking about doing short films and stuff like that, but I, I've actually, I've always wanted to do short films and that's always been what I've been attracted to. I've always been attracted to cinematography, like filmmaking and uh, like directing and stuff like that. That's actually what I wanted to do. Um, and sometimes in life you take like different routes and different steps I don't know where this might end up at, you know, but I'm going to keep going because I love making podcasts and people listen for some reason. You know, it's it's weird that anybody would ever want to listen to this shit, but it's real, dude. Like people listen to this and it is what it is. I'm going to keep writing. I'm going to keep doing my Charles Bukowski shit, you know, but I read something uh, from Charles Bukowski and uh, it was a long paragraph basically talking about writers. Um, And it sucks that right now there's like the Writer's Guild of America. You know, they're like protesting. A lot of them aren't getting paid. AI is basically generating better art than they are. And I'm going to be honest, man. It takes a certain skill set to be the next Charles Bukowski. It takes a lot of mental fortitude, a lot of just fucking breaking down and building yourself back up. There's been a lot of times where that has happened to me, you know, I'm not a perfect fucking human, I, I never said I was, but God damn it, we're out here trying, you just gotta fucking try, you know, um, but yeah, dude, what I read about Charles Bukowski, and he was talking about the writers, at the end, you know, he said, to become a writer, you have to basically fucking ignore the world, and just put down what you fucking feel, and that's exactly what I did, man. Like I've been doing that on paper and it feels fucking great, but I, it's not something that it's not something that's even revised, you know. I haven't even reread it. I haven't reread my work and it's kind of just one of those things that it's fucking crazy, man. Like life is insane and what happens when you get older is you you start to find yourself out, you know? and this is happening to me at 25 which is crazy dude because it's just hard to explain you know it's hard to explain and uh Charles Bukowski at the end of that big ass quote I I don't want to I'm not even going to paraphrase it or anything like that but he was basically saying if you if you feel like you're going insane right and that's basically what I've been doing, you know, because sometimes it does feel like I'm going insane, dude, my brain doesn't fucking stop. And I don't know what to do sometimes, dude. Like sometimes my brain's just on fucking high, ridiculous RPMs, just fucking going, going, going. But I'm not thinking about like, I'm thinking about crazy fucking shit that would never happen. You know, like I'm over here doing, like, the craziest fucking things in my head, like, I'm not even fucking, sometimes I'll just be completely zoned out, man, and sometimes I do that shit, you know, like, I'm just, like, completely in my own fucking head, and I'm not living in misery, like, a lot of it's funny, I'm just thinking about funny shit all the time, like, I hear a conversation, and I'm just like, you know what, this would be funny, in in that or like what if this happened you know I'm always thinking about some crazy fucking shit and sometimes it comes out sometimes it doesn't but when it stays in I kind of just, just think about it you know it festers in my mind and I gotta put it down on paper um but yeah man like I feel like I'm just getting closer to where I need to be you know and, dude, there's no comedy. There's no fucking comedy in this one. I can't even fucking try, dude. You know, when? whenever you talk... I, dude, I, I talk to fucking this guy, dude, and uh, he's really going through it, man. And, uh, you know, I can see a younger me in this guy. You know, there's there's times where in life... It just feels like it just feels like everything is against you, man. And sometimes it feels like if you're just tired, physically exhausted, man. And I've been there, dude. I know what that feels like. Just emotionally drained. Actually tired, you know, like man, you just wanna fucking sleep, dude. And I know that feeling, and I know there's people out there with that same fucking feeling, dude. There's times you don't want to wake up. There's times you just fucking you don't even want to fucking like you just want to die. You know, I know that fucking feeling, dude. I have those feelings more than often. More than most people. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I I hope that people talk more about this because life is hard you know, and that you can say either or, you know, I heard somebody earlier, I didn't fucking hear it, dude, I saw it on TikTok, I'm not going to be that one guy that was like, I read an article, I fucking saw it on TikTok, all right, uh, <laughs> this fucking guy was saying that depression was a, it's a luxury to have depression, you know, it's a luxury to be sad about something, but it's all in our fucking head, man, Everything is constructed. Everything's a, a, a total construct in our head. And you just have to keep going, man. Like, if you're out there and you're listening and you need help, dude, like, I don't know what to say, man. Like, sometimes people need actual help and they fucking talk to me. And all I can say is, you know, give them the best piece of advice that I, pro- I possibly could. And it may not it may not be something they want to hear, dude. It's probably something you don't want to hear. And it's going to fucking hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. But you just have to keep going. You can't fucking stop man. For nothing. Nothing in this life is worth. You fucking killing yourself. Ever. And sometimes I know it feels like it dude. I know that sometimes it just fucking feels like it. You just got to keep going. Got to keep fucking going man. Because we all go through this shit dude. Everyone goes through fucking life man. Everyone. I'm not gonna sit here and say you're not special. If you're fucking breathing, dude, that's fucking awesome, dude. That's fucking great. Let's go fucking do something. Let's go fucking make life happen, dude. Like what are you gonna do? Be a fucking quitter? You're gonna fucking tell your friends and family that you decided to quit because you couldn't take it. It's some bullshit to me, man. You gotta keep going and if you're not gonna do it for them, you gotta do it for you. I've always looked at life like that, man. Like I'm writing my own book and I don't know when this fucking life is going to end, dude. Like it could end soon. I could fucking have 30 years. I could have 40. I could have fucking 60, 80 more years, dude. I don't know. I might be the oldest man alive. There's no fucking way I will ever kill myself. You know, if something ever comes up. And I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was like, dude. What if I, what if the CIA actually fucking kills me and they make it look like a suicide, you know, because I'm so goddamn emotional sometimes. Like I get on here and a CIA agent can listen from episode one until the fucking last, very last one and make a correct assessment on me and be like, this guy can be touched here, here and here. And I could be like, yeah, you know what, dude, I'm not going to fucking fold, man. Like there's nothing in this fucking life that would make me fold nothing and I'm not trying to brag or nothing dude like there's nothing in life that's gonna make me fold I'm not gonna kill myself dude life fucking happens to all of us it goes up and down that's just fucking life some of us are born in really bad environments and some of us get a really good fucking hand you got to play your fucking cards man you may not have the best ones but you got to play them and what you do with those fucking cards dude if you go from the bottom to the top and you're fucking that's a beautiful fucking story, man. You gotta keep going. You can't fucking stop. And I've been thinking about that recently, you know, there's a lot of people that think like that. And I know the guy I talked to today, man, like I've been there, dude. I've been there and I know what it feels like. I know that I know that's I know that you're tired. Like I can s I can look in the guy's eyes and just know that he's phys- physically exhausted. This guy fucking, he's hilarious, dude. He's a good fucking soul. I know people with good souls. I can feel that shit. I can feel it, and I and I love the fucking guy. But those people get taken advantage of all the fucking time, every single time, matter of fact. You got to fucking be aggressive. You got to be selfless. You got to be a fucking human, and you got to own up to your, your shit, you know, not everyone's perfect, dude, you can't sit there and complain about shit going bad all the fucking time, if you're not making any goddamn changes, dude, you gotta keep fucking going, that's life, it is what it is, dude, like, physically exhausted or not, what are you, like, you can't fucking go kill yourself, dude, it's not the fucking way, it's not the way, and sometimes, you know, I joke about it, everyone jokes about it, like, yeah, go kill yourself, or whatever, you know, like, dude, that's just an expression, you know, like, I'm not fucking telling you anyone to go kill themselves ever. Unless you're like Jeffrey Epstein, then yeah, go kill yourself, you know, but like, it is what it is, dude. You got to keep going. Um, oh shit, I got to turn my camera off real quick and then back on. Give me two segundos. All right, what the fuck? What the fuck were we talking about? Some fucking faggot ass bullshit, emotional bullshit, dude. Um, dude, as emotional as that was, I'm gonna tell you exactly how I've been feeling for the last—I don't know, maybe month. You know, and maybe it's not healthy for me to put this up and be like, "Hey, like this is what it is," but. It is what it is, man. You know, I don't, I I want to, I don't know what this might be, dude. Like, at the end of the day, I don't know where this is going. I'm definitely working on projects. I got a lot of shit going on. I got a fucking green screen. I did some crazy fucking projects, or I'm thinking about doing some crazy fucking projects, too. But you got to go do. You know, I can't sit here and tell you. I'm working on a project, and then it never come out. You know, that's like fucking, like your local fucking artist just saying, yeah, I'm working on a project, but it never comes out. It comes out like three years later. Um, There are long, long, uh, you know, stuff that's in the long works. But as a, like, like shit that I just want to put out, you know, who fucking was it, dude? Rick Rubin basically said, the audience comes last, and that's exactly how I've been thinking for the past maybe two weeks. I haven't been writing for you, man. I haven't been writing for comedy. I haven't been writing for the audience. I haven't been doing that, man. I've been writing for me. I've been writing for stuff that I want to do stuff that I want to focus on. And Sure there's going to be comedy every now and then, but maybe not. Maybe we just focus on new shit or other shit. I'll I'm always going to be outgoing and I'm always going to be you know the guy that wants to make somebody laugh because I do. I love making people laugh, dude. Even if it's just a small laugh or a grin or a fucking chuckle, you know, like whatever, dude. You know, I'm glad that you are happier than you were because if you're not if you're not if you're laughing, you know what that means? That means you're not crying. And that's good. That's great. But Rick Rubin said, the audience comes last. And that's exactly what I've been on, man. Been writing for me. And, uh, yeah. I don't know what else to say. Probably gonna get off of here real soon. Um, yeah, dude. You guys should go listen to the last podcast. Um, I was listening to it and the audio is not great. Uh, His name is Stuart Rosenthal. He used to be a lawyer back in the day and then went to jail or whatever, but he's a fucking funny guy on TikTok. He says a lot of funny fucking shit, and uh, I'm just glad that I'm not the only crazy fucking lunatic out there. You know, this guy gets on here on TikTok and basically says some of the most outrageous fucking things, and it makes me happy. It makes me happy because... You know I'm not the only one there's more of me and I'm glad I'm glad there's more of me you know that's that's entertainment um but on how I've been feeling to get back to that yeah I just feel like I feel unstoppable to be honest with you I feel severely unstoppable and maybe this is just me talking but i'm going to build the greatest fucking empire of all time and there's not a doubt in my mind that i won't be successful with this there's not a fucking doubt in my goddamn mind that whatever i put my mind to anything literally anything i can put my fucking mind to but it's not anything guys let's not i'm not going to be unrealistic here i'm not going to tell you I can go be a fucking football player because I can't. I'm talking about the actual shit that makes me happy from the inside. And I can tell you, writing's one of them, dude. Writing is one of them. And I don't know what this might be, dude. Like, I've been saying that since I got to studio because I'm thinking differently, man. You have to think differently. You can't go on to the next stepping stone thinking the same way you were when you began. You got to innovate. And you got to think of something better. Something much grander than the audience. And I have to fucking dig in from within and pull it out. And I'm going to build the greatest fucking empire. And I have a feeling it's going to take me a really long time. I have a feeling and... I think it's going to take me a really long time for me to build this man from the ground up because I'm so brutally honest with people. I'm so, you know, I'm. it's, you don't meet a lot of people like me, man. A lot of people look at me and probably think what the fuck is wrong with that guy. And I'm just like, dude, I'm happy. I'm sincerely fucking happy. And I want other people to feel exactly like this and i want to create art i want to create something that's going to live much much longer than me it's probably going to it's probably going to be successful when i'm dead and i've come to terms with it i've come to terms that i'll probably never make a fucking single dollar doing this last year you know i made a little bit of money selling the merchandise I talk to a lot of people. I'm happy for that, man. I'm happy for the people that that really do support this, dude. I don't know where this is going. I don't know where this might go. I don't know what it's going to be just yet, but I'm fucking working. You know, I'm working, I'm working, I'm fucking working, dude. I'm happy for everybody that listens, man. I want everybody to be successful, dude, and I don't care what it is, man. I just want people... To actually be happy and it's gonna take me a long time, dude, because I'm not doing this for anybody else. I'm not doing it, there's no fucking audience that I wanna please. I just wanna do it for me. I wanna do it because it actually makes me happy. I love getting on here and I love talking just random just fucking randomly talking, dude. As a matter of fact, a much of the shit that I say is just off the top of my fucking head. You know, I'm I'm at a point where writing isn't even Writing and then reading a script is a bunch of bullshit to me, dude. I don't want to read a fucking script. I don't want to fucking read this shit, man. Like, I just want to fucking get on a mic and talk my shit. Literally. Because I can't. And I've been doing it for the past two fucking years. And people listen to this. It's fucking crazy. It's wild. Who does that? You guys are fucking insane, dude. But I appreciate it. And if you're listening, dude, I want every single one of you and it's hard. It's hard finding what you want to do. And I and I don't even know what I want to do, you know? So it's kind of hypocritical for me to tell you, go do what you want to do when I don't even want... I don't even know what I want to do, you know? This is all over the place. Fuck it. But, yeah, man, I'm going to build something great. And I'm not doing it for anybody. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it because young Eric... Young eight-year-old Eric, I had a vision and a fucking dream that whatever I did in life, I was going to fucking be good at. You know, I don't know what it is, but I know that it's coming. I'm, I'm on the right path. I'm doing little incremental stuff to make my life as successful as humanly possible. And I don't care if I make money out of it. I don't care if I make friends. I don't care if, you know, I get sponsorships. I don't give a shit, man. As long as I'm making the fucking art that I want to make and there's a, cu- a handful of people that want to fucking watch, dude, I'm so fucking happy for those people. I'm so fucking happy that I get to sit a, sit on a goddamn mic and just talk. It's fucking crazy, dude. There's people that listen to this, and I've said that like 20 times. It's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, I'm going to build something great, dude. And I'm not sad. I'm not emotional. I have a feeling inside my soul that just feels like I'm going to fucking win. And there's nothing that can stand in front of me that will fucking stop me. Nothing. And I wish more people felt like this. I wish more people would find something that truly makes them happy, especially if you're suffering, especially if you got some shit going on. Find something that you want to do and get good at and actually do it. Please, I'm telling you right now, if you do that, you will live a much happier life. You can still work your bullshit job. You can still hang out with your bullshit fucking friends as long as you're doing something on the side that makes you happy. Dude, I didn't think people would ever listen to this shit when I started. I started this as a fucking joke. I thought I was going to do like 12 episodes and quit. And now we're in a fucking small studio, dude, out of my bedroom out of the um, the, bed, the extra spare bedroom in my apartment I live in. And uh yeah, that's pretty much it, dude. Sometimes it sounds might sound like I'm boasting and bragging, but I'm se- severely happy, dude. Severely happy. Um got some projects going on. Um kind of giving you guys an update, really. This kind of is kind of like a blog. Um, and it's pretty fucking weird to be honest for me to be putting this up there. But at the end of the day, dude, I'm pretty happy with it because one day I'm going to be in 10 years, I can go back to this episode and listen to it and be like, man, that was crazy. Look at me, 25 years old talking. And sometimes I may not know what the fuck I'm talking about. My opinion on a many, many, many things might change. I might be a totally different person in 10 years. I don't fucking know, dude, but I'm going to fucking be alive to tell that, and I can't fucking wait, dude. That's what you should look forward to in life. You've got to look, you know, in 10 years, what are you going to be doing? I don't fucking know, dude. It could be a completely different lifestyle, you know? It could be a completely different everything, dude. I might dye my fucking skin white like Michael Jackson, you know? I might get a sex change, dude. You know, I might fucking go like full alien or whatever, dude. Get like three pussies. I'm just fucking with you, dude. I'd never do that. Maybe. I mean, I don't fucking know, dude. I'll never say never. How about that? Never say never. Alright, I'm gonna get off of here. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Yeah, dude. Go fucking do something that makes you happy. Um, And it's okay to be fucking normal, dude. Like My opinion of normal and whatever you know like if it's okay to just not do anything like if you want to go home play video games and smoke dude and like watch tv if that really makes you happy do that and quit comparing yourself to other people dude comparison is the thief of joy and uh yeah thanks for listening i guess share this shit if you want your mom to live goodbye